Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey, Porch community, and welcome to episode 140 of the 167 Podcast. I am Shannon Patterson, the lead pastor here at the Porch Community Church. And as always, I'm with my good friend, Josh Harrell. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shannon. How's it going? It's going great. And we have a special guest in the studio today. Yes. So my daughter, Caroline, is with us today. Sweet Caroline. Everybody. Yep. So if you hear a toddler... Make some noise. That's just my daughter. Actually, I think she was working on some algorithms down there. You, you never know. You know, she was doing some some physics and things. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff Work, and things. Working on some AI. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I'm doing I'm doing good. Um, yeah, we are in the throes of everything. Yeah. Summer's upon us. Yep. It, um, school's out. Now, I think as of today's drop. As of yesterday. Yeah, I think it was finally all the schools. Like, Mallory got out Friday, last Friday. So, yeah. um, Adeline got out yesterday. Yeah, so everyone's out. So, that's right, that's right. And I'm getting on an airplane. And teachers, you have two day, you have today and tomorrow <laughs> left. But it is, it's different than, yeah, they're, they're going to be free. I'm getting on a plane on Saturday and going home, see my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to have a little bit longer than usual Um vacay for about 10 days out there so that'll Mm -hmm. be good and then the joke is every time you go to oklahoma (laughs) you're not coming back oh listen if janice patterson had her way because see drew's brother lives in oklahoma city yeah for a job so Mm -hmm. i mean drew's from here so his brother's from here but they live out there so he lives you know 20 minutes from my dad that's crazy i know so it's great though because when we go out there we're able to see Mm -hmm. everyone but janice is like we can just buy some land some big land and build and Everyone could live out there. And now, I was like, I told Drew, I was like, or she was saying that the other day, and I was like, man, that'd be a heck of a commute for us, wouldn't it, Drew? He's <laughs> like, yeah. He goes, I like my job. I said, I do too. I like my job too. <laughs> so maybe, you know, maybe retirement days yeah. one day. But then the deal with that is I'm going to retire before Drew. I'm older than him. So, you know. Yeah, but you're also in the pastorate. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the age of retirement is pushed. Oh, is it? Yeah. By the average I'll age be of pastor. and still up there preaching. <laughs> By the fact that you're still younger than the average pastor. I know, right? <laughs> and I'm, yeah. Like, that blows my mind. Yeah. Like, there's not another, in, like, I can't think of another industry except for, like, CEO. Yeah. Where. I, I was thinking, like, maybe professors, but I don't even think that anymore. Nah, yeah. I, like, I really think pastor has one of the longest longevities of career. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, wow. Well, anyway, so I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here unless, you know, so. So, so um, Grad Sunday was a success, yes. as always. Um, you know, it, it was kind of a, actually, it was really a letdown because we had like 70 graduates last year and we only had, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's not a letdown at all. Nah. We had 30, 35, 30 something Yeah, uh, we graduates. had 35 registered. I think a couple more showed up. Yeah, so, um I, that's just that's just really cool, um, and I and really I'm joking about being disappointed. Last year was an anomaly and a wonderful yes, anomaly, yes. Um, but um, yeah, I, just our student ministry and uh, you know a lot of the graduates are there. They um, some of them have they'd had no church. We became their church through their high school, maybe middle school, but high school years mm-hmm. um, through the stir ministry. 
Um, some of them grew up here, if you will, or yeah. you know, were here with us. And then others, like maybe their families are at another church, but they connected with our student ministry. So, um, but I like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, so here's what we're going to do over the next um, couple of weeks. We're still going to keep the topic on, um, you know, I, I said um, on Sunday the 14th, um, I believe, or hang on, I'm confused on my days. Yeah, Mother's Day. Yes. I said, um, if we're going to be studying the book of Acts, mm-hmm. then we are going to talk about the Holy Spirit. Yes. So that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got <laughs> I got a text the other night um, from someone. and We were together. Yeah, yeah, we were all together at, at our house. And um, and I, I realized that afterwards they were texting while they were at their community group. <laughs> and they were like, hey, um, how much longer, how much more are we going to be talking about the Holy Spirit? And my response was like, why are y'all tired of talking about it? And they were like, no, we love it, we love it. And so I was like, well, who knows? We're going to be in the book of Acts for a while, so we'll be talking about it for a while. So I've worked with you for nine years. Mm-hmm. This is the first series that doesn't have an end date yet. <laughs> That's very true. Like, this is the first one where we don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> Yep, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm cool with it too. I just but yes, it is. But this is the talk first about anomaly. Yeah, yeah, this is the first time where, yeah, you don't have yeah what what you what you have the beginning and the end already, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, not at all. Yeah, but so, and here's the thing: there's so much about the Holy Spirit that even the Book of Acts doesn't quite cover. There's so much reference, and we're gonna we're gonna talk today. It's going to be a two-parter, I'm certain, of what Jesus taught on the Holy Spirit. Yes. And so, because there was kind of this implicit teaching, which he just, you know, he implied a lot of things that you look back and go, yes. And then there's some explicit where he was very clear, this is Holy Spirit stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be part two. Um, but because of that, like, as we move through the book of Acts, we will start to see more and more the work of the Holy Spirit through the apostles, through the followers of Jesus, and um, but there's still so many other questions about the Holy Spirit, and so we're going to be spending the next several podcast um, or episodes of our podcast mm-hmm. um, talking about that because they do you know it does kind of it doesn't veer away from Acts, but it's not you know um, connected directly to text from Acts that we're going to be looking at regarding Holy Spirit, just Acts I should yes, say yes um, and so you know. I would say to our listeners, um, if you've been having conversations with people or a person about either what we've been talking about in our series or just they want to know more, they want to engage more in conversation, please, please, please share um, this the podcast. Um, you know, I'd say the last couple of episodes, maybe going back to 135, 36, I don't know. Um, well, especially... You, you have the Come Holy Spirit episode, so... I, that's true. So I... Th- 30s. 129, yeah. I think, is where yep, they start. That's right. So, um, I'm going to look it up while you're talking. I would talking. say, you know, very much encourage that. If you, you know, pop in every now and then and listen to an episode, um, but haven't listened to the ones in the 130s and, and now we're in the 140s, I would highly recommend you do that if, if this is something that interests you and something that you want to understand more and know. I'm learning things as we're going, and we should always all be learning things. I, I don't mean to imply that I already, already, I'm surprised I'm learning things, but I know sometimes 
maybe people think the pastor knows stuff, but if you get to know a pastor very well, you'll find out quickly they really don't know a lot at all. Um, that's a whole other episode for a whole other time. Yeah. So if Acts is, if you're really liking the series and if you're really liking the podcast about the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you want to go back all the way to episode 130 is where we talk about um, who the book of Acts was written to. Mm-hmm. Theophilus. That's right. That's right. Oh, yes. Oh, Theophilus. Theophilus. Who that? Who that? Um, that's right. That's who you put as the title. So um, let's jump in, okay? Yeah, let's jump. So, um, Jesus' implicit teaching on the Holy Spirit and his explicit. We're going to talk today about the implicit, so how he implies. Um, This teaching, so when we talk about implicit, that's when the Spirit is not actually mentioned or named. Um, With explicit, we're saying that there there is like explicit reference to the Holy Spirit or the counselor or the advocate, you know, some of those those names. Um, Jesus even said, so in John 16, um, verse 12, uh, Jesus said, and I want to um, read this. He said, "I ha- he's talking to his disciples. So if you were to open up your Bible, listeners, uh, most likely it's a whole lot. This is a whole lot of red that's going on because Jesus yeah. is doing a lot of talking and instructing. And he says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. Um, and so it's like this, there, there's so much, there's so much that, um, that you need, that, but you just can't handle it right now. Okay, um, this is what, and, and then he goes on to say, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So um, it's like there's so much more I want to tell you, but I mm-hmm. just can't. I just, I just can't. I'm not able to. Um, we can't really know. What, what I love about this, here, here's what I take out of this verse. Um, because they're not asking about the Holy Spirit. They're talking about, they're worried about Jesus they're like, please don't go anywhere. What do you mean? What are you teaching about this? You know, all these yeah. things. They're not saying, tell us about another. They are focused tell solely on Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what he's saying is, there's so much more I want to tell you, but I can't yet. Uh-huh. Here's what I hear out of that. We cannot really know who Jesus is, really know who Jesus is, without the Holy Spirit. Mm. We can't. And again, this goes down to that that habit that many of us have, have built up of excluding the Holy, Holy Spirit, Spirit yeah. in our in our theology, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not saying we're out there going no Holy Spirit, but it's like separate, yep, you know, and um, that's just I, Jesus Himself implies you you can't really know me unless you have the Holy Spirit. There's so much more I want to tell you, right? But you can't handle it right now because yes. they didn't have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the implication. You don't have the Holy Spirit yet. He's gonna come. Right. Okay. Um, so it's really good for us, I know for me, <laughs> to approach a subject that we tend to think we know well and to view it and go, you know what? I don't know anything. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. I'm going to blank slate. I'm good with that. <laughs> or good at that. Uh, are, like, really? Mm-hmm. Are you implying that you don't know things? Because you're a very smart person. No, I try to walk in things assuming nice. I don't know. I like that. I... Um, or try to like I'm some I, things I'm good at doing that, and then mm-hmm. other things I'm I'm probably pretty hard headed. I don't even know it in the moment. Like that I'm like, no, I know this. Yeah, I got this. This isn't something like I was naturally good at. Mm-hmm. It was one time I walked into something thinking I knew a lot, and I got put into my place. <laughs> and I was like, so now okay. I just walk. I just walk into places assuming I don't know enough to. Yeah. 
to throw my knowledge around. Well, that's a teachable thing. Yeah. You know, that's that's how we should be. Yeah. We should be teachable. Unless it's like one of those things like you know you know. Right. You and know? then we just need to have humility. Yes. So we need to be teachable and we need to have humility. Exactly. So otherwise we're just a jerk. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's really good, I think, to, to put ourselves in the place of the disciples who were not really prepared for Jesus' words. Like when, when he's like, it, it's good for you that I'm going away. Um, we go, oh, yeah, I know that. That means the Holy Spirit came. But like, no, do we really understand that Jesus said, I'm leaving so that the Holy Spirit can come? This is what he says in chapter 15, verse um, 26, when he says, and if you hear rattling in the back, it's because I'm flipping my Bible, y'all. Um, when he says in verse uh, 26, when the counselor comes, some versions say the advocate. Right. When the counselor comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he's explaining who that is, who the counselor is, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. So um, he's saying there's things you don't know, but you are going to know when mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit comes. Over in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3, there's this, again, we can't really know who Jesus is, but by the Holy Spirit. Right. Here in 1 Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians 12, 3, um, Paul writes, he goes, no one can even declare that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So you, we can't even really, I mean, there's so much in there about the Spirit's work in, in a drawing us and... Um, the, the completion of the work of God um, through the Holy Spirit, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Um, we can't say Jesus is Lord except by the Spirit. That's Scripture, straight yeah. out of Scripture. Um, so here's what we're going to do today. We're going we're gonna to look at this because we're saying this is Jesus' teaching on the Holy Spirit. So obviously we're going to be looking in the Gospels because that's where we have Jesus' teachings. A mm -hmm. little bit into, the, into Acts, but mostly in the Gospels. So we're going to look at the synoptic gospels, right? They they make a synopsis. So that's okay. Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and then John is its own, um, you know, kind of under a different category. Really? Yeah. You go and read Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and you can see that they give more of a synopsis. And then with John, it's much more, um, it's teaching as well as you know accounts. Oh, okay. And and those kinds of things. Um, so in right, which, which I I. I've always read it that way. I just, right. I guess I've never. You just kind of, we always go the the Gospels. Yeah. yeah. They, and I, just, are, I just I mean, didn't know that they were categorized different. Yeah. Yeah. You'll hear that term, the synoptic Gospels. Oh, okay. So, um, so, all right, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. And if we talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, for most of us, we go, okay, well, what are the, you know, what are these gifts? We think speaking in tongues. We yeah. think other manifestations of some sort. Um, and when that happens, sometimes the bigger picture of, of the work of the Holy Spirit gets lost, in my opinion. Yes. Um, so um, let's focus in on the bigger picture by looking at these synoptic gospels. So Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Um, and you can even talk about like the, getting specific, like in the, sermon, in the Sermon on the Mount. I almost said the serpent, but that's not correct. No, that would... Although the Holy Spirit is not mentioned in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus' entire teaching, I mean, think about this, his entire teaching, Sermon on the Mount, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's, you know, if you get struck on the cheek, offer, you know, the other cheek, you know, those kinds of teachings. Yeah. 
these like so counterintuitive, almost counter logic teachings that Jesus offers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they are that is inexplicable teaching apart from the Holy Spirit. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, because you you'd think a person yeah. that would turn the other cheek is just weird, right? Well, just like, okay. So the Book of Esther in the Old Testament. Okay, yeah. Did you know that there's no mention of God in the Book of Esther? Yes. And yet it is a it is in the canon, the holy scriptures of our Bible, because there it's it's totally implied that God is is in that book. Mm. There's implicit references to God in the Book of Esther, just like in here. There's a lot of implicit teaching on the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But, I have a friend that I grew up with at church. Her name was Mary Esther. Uh huh. So she had like a fact sheet about the book of <laughs> Esther. And the one I can remember is the fact that that doesn't mm-hmm. actually mention by word God at all. I'm waiting for you to hit us with all your Joshua um, facts. It is my, it is the one I've read multiple times. <laughs> I mean, if you, there's a book of the Bible and you have that same name, yeah, you'd think you'd be, yeah, yeah. I would, I would get, I would do. If there was a Shannon, I would, I would go and read it. Yep. So, of well, course, my middle name is Rebecca, so I guess I could go and read. You know, yeah. Not that there's a book of Rebecca, but she's mentioned. There, there's a, yeah, she's good. <laughs> she's a good one. She's a good one. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> sorry. That in, was such in, a digression. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, so in, in Luke chapter 17, right? So this is one of the, the um, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, um, you know, kind of teachings, you know, the, the, um, in 17, verse 20, um, I want to read this. So Jesus is teaching, and it says that, um, verse 21. No, it's it's part of 20, sorry. Jesus says, the kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation. All right, so he's talking to the Pharisees there. I mean, he's he's... Because they're saying, look, you observe the law, we follow all these rules, we do all these things. And Jesus says, the kingdom of God does not come with your careful observation, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is where, Josh? Within you. Mm-hmm. It's within us. That's what the NIV says. Um, so think about that. As Jesus is teaching, he's yeah. like, you know, this isn't a, people are going to be able to look around and go, Yep, that's the work. It's it, he was already implying that the Holy Spirit was going to be doing a work in people. Up to this point, no one was saying we can't wait for um, the work of the Messiah to come and save us and redeem us and restore us in relationship to God, and then He's going to reside in us. That was like, no, that that wasn't even a teaching. It wasn't a thought. Oh, right. So this yeah. is like, I mean, I'm sure we could find some references in like Psalms and maybe some of the pr- prophetic stuff about him being in us. I, I don't have those references with me. Yeah. But it wasn't like an expectation of the people, the people who followed God to go, oh, one day he's going to be in my heart. No. One day the Holy Spirit will be within me. So the significance of the tongues of fire that came uh-huh. in, uh, that seemed to be like tongues of fire at Pentecost that came yeah. and rested on one's head, signifying the work of the Holy Spirit on individual people instead of like a temple or a tent, mm-hmm. was huge. Mm-hmm. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. And th- and then this is the change. Uh, this is the change of you doing things for God as opposed to God doing things in you. Mm-hmm. 
Like mm-hmm. this is where that started the changes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, he's talking to the Pharisees right exactly. there. Exactly. But it's true for us too. Yeah. I mean, so without a doubt. Um, you yeah, know, because in in the Old Testament, it's all about you preparing yourself to go to God because you can't have that internal change. Yeah, for sure. That's that's for definite. Yeah. And so when you get to the, these scriptures, you know, we I know we've talked on this um, podcast a lot about counterculture. Mm-hmm. This is gr- earth-shattering, foundational counterculture to what every single person on the planet believes and is pr- even the most devout Jewish people is breaking mm-hmm. everything that they are practicing. Mm. Yeah. Which blows people's mind. Yeah. And and because the Pharisees were doing it just to basically check boxes and thinking that they were good, mm-hmm. now that that's gone, they're just like, well, <laughs> of course I'm going to be mad. Right, and I, and you think you about even like I modern... Sh- I've built my life around mm-hmm. around these boxes. Mm-hmm. You can't take that away. Right. Well, and, and even like modern day, you look at, um, you know, there's a couple of people like on YouTube that follow like Jewish people and, and that all they go through and... You know, part of me wants to be like, but but you're wasting your time on that. But then I'm like, how many, w- what are mindsets or practices that I have in my life that God's going unnecessary, unnecessary? I've got the whole, and I don't, I don't know what those are, but I'm just, I'm trying to think instead of being judgmental and yes, looking yes, at yes. others going, you don't need that and going, no, where is my dependence ending um, in regard to the work of the Holy Spirit? Yes. That, you know, and so... Well, I guess if anything, it kind of makes me realize kind of where those guys are coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, I mean, I they kind of end up being the villains. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but but they yeah. but they probably weren't terrible guys. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. And but someone came around to rock the boat just a little too much, and they needed to take care of it because their life was built on the boat. Mm-hmm. And they and they were willing to sacrifice their character for their for that boat, mm-hmm. and then you go, well, are you willing to sacrifice your boat <laughs> for what the Holy Spirit wants to do with you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. And you know, you just—I mean, they were martyred. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like we're, we'll burn the ships. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. Our our podcast uh, assistant is is letting her daddy know that she needs some assistance. So okay, the beatitudes, which um, you know, the Sermon on the Mount and the Beatitudes are you know the beatitudes are the teachings, and they were given in the Sermon on the Mount. So those are kind of interchangeable. But when you think about this, so like the work that's going on. So Jesus is like, you know, you're going to. The Holy Spirit is necessary for you to even understand what's going on. It's going to be within you. It's the Holy Spirit that makes sense of all of this. When you just using you know, in Matthew, so we find the Beatitudes in Matthew five, um, you know, Luke seventeen and Matthew five, um, where it's like these concepts like one is made poor in spirit. That only happens by the Spirit. You don't hunger and thirst for righteousness, much less be filled with righteousness except by the Holy Spirit. That right. is not something that you naturally desire. You know, I've always found it interesting, and I try to help people see this, when I have people talk to me, and they're like, I'm just, I want to know, I want to know God more. I want to be in a deeper relationship with Him. I want, 
all these things, and I just don't feel like I am, and I don't know what to do and everything. And I stop and I go, hey, the fact that you want more of God shows that God is working in you. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that you hunger and thirst for more of him shows that he is, that his Holy Spirit is working in you because naturally we do not do that. Mm-hmm. We just don't. We just don't. Um, yeah, and then, so that doesn't mean you go, whew, Oh, yeah, good that exactly. that's good. It's a, it's a signifier it, of go lean into in the process. It. Right, right. Lean for into sure, it. For sure. Um, so the, with the Beatitudes, the Holy Spirit is necessary for those teachings to make sense. The whole law, the whole, the whole interpretation of the law of the Old Testament that so many of those that we were just referring to, you know, uphold and are like, hold on a minute. Its application, the law presupposes that, um, you know, we're going to be convicted of our sin. The problem was that the Holy, the, with the Pharisees especially, they didn't have a conviction of sin. No. They just had a, a conviction of following rules, mm-hmm. that, which is so different. Yes. Um, it's about performance instead of, you know, introspection and going, hmm. Um, our, our awareness of, of hatred, our awareness of grief, all these things, the Spirit enables us to hate what God hates, to grieve what God grieves, right? Yes. You read that in verse mm-hmm. 21 of Matthew 5. Um, still, in the, you know, our awareness and feeling, you know, convicted of sin, you know, those specifics like Matthew 5, 27 talks about like of, of like lust, you know, those, those feelings and all that. When you go, oh, I shouldn't have thought that or felt that or, look, you know, whatever, that is the Holy Spirit's work. Mm-hmm. That doesn't nat- the natural person doesn't go. Oh no, <laughs> yeah. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Okay, and I, and I know you're not saying this. Okay. So how do you define what is conscience and what is Holy Spirit? Um, I think the conviction. I think an awareness of going. Oh no, I did wrong without the Holy Spirit is just that at some point you were given a list of rules or a list of expectations or a verbal expectations. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so married man could go, oh, no, I shouldn't look at that because I am married to my wife, and she would be very upset with me. Right. Okay? Um, that's a that's an expectation. Oh, no, that would be a problem. That would cause conflict with, you know, all those things. Um, versus conviction where it's I have grieved the Lord and interrupted the covenant that I have made with my wife before him. Gotcha. So uh, th- so they're two different things. Mm-hmm. And some people are better at being more aware of, I should not do wrong because other people have that expectation of me. Some people have no sense of that whatsoever. Yes. Um, but conviction can fall upon anybody, no matter how you are. Uh, you know, in your personality, in your nature, you know, some people are better at following rules. Some people prefer rules, but that's separate from the conviction of of the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit in yeah. our lives. I mean, because there are things that I'm convicted of now that I I wasn't even like four years ago because of how the Holy Spirit's working in my life. Yes, um, and I was a believer during the both of the you know in that yeah. time frame. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's the best explanation, but that's the one I got for you. Well, so. no, I mean that's good because, <laughs> like, the, when you started talking, I was like, okay, so if I'm listening to this, that mm-hmm. sounds a lot like conscience. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. is that different? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, 
so we're, we're talking about how the the it's pretty much we're looking at the implicit um, ways where it's implied that you look at the parables, just read the parables, read the Sermon on the Mount and go, okay, the implication here is none of this. I'm not going to be able to do any of these things that Jesus is teaching on unless I have the Holy Spirit, unless I am, am, am filled with the work of the Holy Spirit in my life. All right. It's just the way it is. Um, I say it's just the way it is. I, that's maybe not a good statement to make, but this is what I believe from the scriptures. Maybe that's a better way. I mean, it with, it is the way it is. <laughs> I know. Um, sometimes I don't, in, in regard to like debate or making a point, it's not always the best way to do that. No. But but I, I feel like I'm talking to, you know, a familiar audience, so I can say that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like with, especially with the way, if, if it's in red words, <laughs> it is the way it is. Yep. You yep, know? Yeah. Like there is no. Yeah. Like there are things that people that are in the Bible that people can argue till they're blue in the face. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Red words, no one mm -hmm. should, except for Thomas Jefferson, argue with. <laughs> and, and he was wrong. <laughs> and he was wrong. Thomas Thomas Jefferson wrote, took the Bible, cut out all the red words, and republished it as the Jeffersonian Bible. Yep. So just context. But when when you're there's nothing to refute. Mm -hmm. You just say that. You're completely right when you say, this is just the way this it is. This is the way it is. I know, I know. I guess I was just being, uh, I don't know what I was being. Yeah, who knows? Um, so, we, all right, so we talked about the Beatitudes, the parables, the stories that Jesus told to make a a point um, that that points to him. Yes. Um, that points to salvation, that points to relationship with God, that points to um, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Understanding the parables of Jesus is made possible only by the Spirit, right? It's it is foolishness to non-believers. Like why, you know, hey, this guy's over here talking about different kinds of soil. Great. I'm not really into agriculture. I'll go the other way. No, that's Holy Spirit teaching. Yep. Um, but it's by the Holy Spirit, we read that and go, oh, this is what this means. Mm -hmm. That's what that is. Um, now, of course, he explains it, but even so, it's like it's Holy Spirit work. Um, you know, in Matthew chapter 13, um, there's what Jesus says, um, you will, you will hear, you will be ever hearing. Okay. That's, that's an important term. I'm trying to look at what my NIV says, cause my notes, um, are different, but I'm what I say, Matthew 13. Yeah. Um, Matthew 13, 14. So yeah, in the NIV, it says, um, <clears throat> Yep, this is good radio right here. It's not even radio, but that's what I say. It comes through the car radio. <laughs> so Jesus is speaking. He's He is quoting the prophet Isaiah. Okay. All right, so again, this is the Holy Spirit was speaking through the prophet. How did the prophets know what to speak? The Holy Spirit came upon them to, to, to speak. So Jesus is quoting the prophet Isaiah, and he says, um, he even says, this is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. He says, you will be ever hearing. So from here on, you will, with the Holy Spirit's work, you will hear. Ever hearing, but never understanding. You will be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Um, so he's talking about, you're going to, only by the Holy Spirit can we hear and see yeah. what God is doing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes 
sense. I don't know if I read it, the right version there, but I think I did. Yeah. Um, for me, that has always been like one of those um, verses that has kind of scared me about like the hardening of the heart kind of uh-huh. deal. Yep. Is like eventually the Holy Spirit's going to just bail. Yes. And you'll hear it, but you won't listen to it. You'll see it, but you do, it doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to you anymore. Yep. 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 And so you look at what the prophet Isaiah said, and you look at what um, Jesus spoke, and in, in verse 43 of Matthew 13, he makes this pretty pretty direct comment. He says, um, nope. Oh, yeah. He says, he who has ears, let him hear. Yes. So it's like, if you're going to... You hear, but you don't perceive. You hear, but you're not hearing the message. Mm-hmm. You're going to have ear. You're going to have spiritual ears, and you're going to be able to hear what I'm saying. Yes. And this is what what Jesus said. This is how he was quoting the prophet Isaiah. Um, what's revealed is going to come by the Spirit. Um, in in Matthew 11, if you go back to Matthew 11 in verse 25, um, Jesus again. A lot, of, a lot of Jesus teaching here, which is a good thing. Um, I mean, why wouldn't it be? Um, it is what it is. Jesus said, here's a prayer. He says, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. Um, there are things that, um, that not even the most wise person can understand apart from what the work of God was going to be doing. Yes. And this is by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, going over to Matthew chapter uh, 16. And, and you know what? Kind of an example of that is I see Adeline kind of understanding concepts mm-hmm. that make no sense for a five-year-old to understand. <laughs> not not necessarily yeah. about the world, but like stuff that yeah. she's learning in porch kids. Yeah. Some of the stuff makes no sense for her to understand. Yeah, but she does. But she's making connections with it, and it blows my mind. And it kind of scares me a little bit. Well, and then I then you wonder like, is it does it blow your mind because it's easy for her to engage with the Holy Spirit and learn, and we have almost been taught to not engage Holy Spirit like well, unless oh, we're aware of it. Well, okay, so I don't know if that's a good no. I've not made that connection. Mm-hmm. What I have made the connection of something that I didn't learn about is it's a perfect example of prevenient grace. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, there, there's no doubt about that. Um, I love this, and this is kind of in line with what you're saying about Ad, um, Adeline. Was in, in Matthew 16 verse 17, Jesus is talking to Peter, and he says, "Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this." Talking about what he understood who Jesus was. You're the son of man, um, and. He says, you're, you're the Christ, the, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for this was not revealed to you by man, but by my Father in heaven. Who did that revealing? That's Holy Spirit Holy work. Spirit, yeah. Anytime God engages with humanity, message, prophet, understanding, mm-hmm. all that, that is the Holy Spirit's work and purpose. Yeah. That's his role. Yeah. And I mean, and again, I think we kind of go, no, no, that's just God talking to me. No, yeah, yes, but it's Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. <laughs> and yeah. and I mean, I think Kristen does a fantastic job, and the, all the volunteers at Porch Kids do a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. But there is no reason <laughs> these kids understand this stuff. 
I mean, except honestly, by except the by the Holy yeah. Spirit. It doesn't yeah. make sense because mm-hmm. it's so counterintuitive to their nature and what they're taught outside of church. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. 45 to 90 minutes a week, depending on if you come once or twice a week, uh-huh. that your entire life is shaped by the information that the Holy yeah. Spirit is showing you here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the only way that they For can, sure. can yep. capture that information. Mm-hmm. And I think it's interesting that, you know, we're looking at the implied. And there are these all these ways that Jesus was like, this is Holy Spirit work, guys. This is Holy Spirit, by the way. This is the Holy Spirit. <laughs> um, this is the advocate, the counselor, the helper, the mm-hmm. one who's going to come and help make sense and equip you. Like there were so many implied um, examples of this. I mean, in, in the Gospel of John, so we looked at the synoptic Gospels, a few examples but in the Gospel of John, water plays a big part of, of that. Um, you look at, there's this reference in, in John 4.14 about um, when he's talking to the woman at the well, and he's like, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give will become in him a spring of water, a, spring, a wellspring of life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's a Holy Spirit. That's implied that that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Because yes. it's not like suddenly you're... Um, you know, water content of your body changes. It's talking about a spiritual <laughs> yes. um, example, and water is always one of those um, examples of, of water. Um, you look in um, in John chapter seven, um, in in John seven, where it where Jesus is speaking, and he's like, who not like he didn't. There's no like there. I, pick, <laughs> I pick on myself for saying like. Oh, I do that too. Yeah. Anytime I film, I I count how many times I say like and um. <laughs> oh, I do um a lot. So there's you know with water the in John seven I wanted to share this in verse thirty eight and thirty nine it says if anyone is thirsty let him come to me and drink whoever believes in me as the scripture has said streams of living water will flow from within them okay that's Holy Spirit. All right, that's Holy Spirit. Um, you go on to read, all right, this is what verse 39 says. So this talks about the implicit teaching. John wrote, By this, Jesus meant the Spirit, whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the Spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. You got to remember, John wrote this after the fact. Yes. So he. this was a notation he made in this of, He's talking about the Spirit, people. This is oh, what he's talking about. Okay. He's talking about the Spirit because the Spirit had not yet been given to them. So all these examples. Um, in You talk about the, the drawing nature, that provenient grace that you mentioned, um, the drawing power of the Father. You know, In John 6, 44, no one can come to the Father unless through, through me, right? He, you have to be drawn who sent me. The, the Father who sent me draws him. Um, in verse 65, he said, um, no one can come to the Father unless the Father has enabled him and made it possible. So these are, these are um, examples of Jesus' teaching on the Holy Spirit and specifically the implicit teachings when the Spirit is not actually mentioned but just implied. And as we just saw there with the John text, John even said this is what he meant. He was talking about the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we'll do on episode 141 is we're going to talk about the explicit, and that doesn't mean like you know inappropriate or something. Like is that like going to be the 
the E that people get on like podcasts, you know, yeah. or songs. Yeah. No, this just means he's actually, this is what he's talking about because it's exact. It's the way it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when there's an explicit reference to the Holy Spirit. Um, a couple of things we want to let our, anything else you want to throw in as we wrap up this episode? Um, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I will be, um, I was here for grad Sunday. I'm going to be out of pocket the next two Sundays, mm-hmm. um, long overdue vacation to see my family. So I'll, I'll be I'm, out this one. Yeah. Two. So I'll miss being with, with you porch family. I know Josh will as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we are in good hands. Kristen will be sharing the message, uh, this Sunday. Yes. Our porch kids in middle school, uh, pastor and, um, and then Justin will uh, have the first message in the month of June, so and we'll mm-hmm. have communion that Sunday. So it'll be it'll be good. Speaking of porch kids in middle school, you need to sign up for VBS up. and Mission Weeks. You need to sign up. Yes, we uh, we are anticipating running out of spots. So if you don't have your kids signed up, you need mm-hmm. to sign them up for, for sure for um, Mission Week. Uh, Salt Mallory and is, stir. Mallory doesn't get super excited about stuff, but she's very excited about Mission Week. Really? Yes. She had she had a lot of fun. Yeah, or, yeah like she, a journey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She didn't do Mission Week last no. year. She was well. Journey year. and and Mission Week. They kind of <laughs> the, for me they blur the lines because I do the exact same things for yeah both that's of them basically true. yeah yeah so. So, yeah, but if you have a middle school student, um, we would love to have them be a part of Mission Week because it's a great opportunity to serve. We're here at the church all week, but it really is like stepping outside of the world for a while and just kind of change our focus. Um, and and it's a great opportunity for the students to really connect with one another and with the leaders. Um, so parents, if you're on the fence about that, uh, sign them up. Just sign them up. It, I yeah. promise there, there are a whole lot of other things they could be doing for a week, and I'm telling you, this is one that's got kingdom investment in it. Yep. So do it. And if you're like, well, my kid just wants to hang out. That's fine. Got got to work with that. God, God works with hanging out. Yep. He does. He does. And then um, vacation Bible school. Hey, get your kids signed up. So yep. um, that's a they're the same week. Yes. So um, it's it's a lot going on up here at the church. So, um, and I think that's it. So just the for week after with. that, we have this uh, stir mission week. That's right. They're going to New Orleans, mm-hmm. and I don't know if there are any spots left, but I'm not sure. If there are, you should jump on it. If you have a high schooler, that's right. Well, thank you. It's been a it's been an episode. So <laughs> this has been a longer episode. It's probably no. in your timestamp, folks. It won't feel like it. Yeah, it's not going to be long. But we've I've we've had to, a few pauses. I've phone had calls. to switch movies. I've had to get <laughs> snacks situated. We had a phone call that we yep. had to be on. So thank so, you for thank uh, you, Caroline, for being a great part of the today's episode. You were awesome. <laughs> Uh-huh, we're all done. We're all done. Okay, well, thanks. So, Hey, Caroline, come and say come, come and say bye, everybody. You want to say bye to everyone? Quickly, She's hurry. She's hustling up. Yeah. yeah. That's a ridge. Come here. Come and say bye in the microphone. Okay, this is longer than I expected it to. <laughs> say, say bye. Say bye. Say bye-bye. She doesn't want to. Will she's you tell shy. me bye-bye? Will you tell Shannon bye-bye? Nope. No, no okay. she's on her head. Great. All right. <laughs> See you guys later. That's a wrench. That's a wrench. (laughs) Bye, everybody. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge,
challenged, and encouraged to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.